Hello and welcome to the Daily Reprieve Podcast, where the sexaholic or sex addict can find experience, strength, and hope from those that have traveled this road ahead of us. This episode is produced in the spirit of the 12th step to carry the message to other sexaholics. Every effort has been made to remove full names of the speakers in these recordings. This is done in order to follow the 11th tradition regarding anonymity at the level of press, radio, television, and film. This podcast is self-supporting through contributions. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and would like to support The Daily Reprieve, please do so by going to GoFundMe.com, search for The Daily Reprieve, and click on Donate Now. Without further ado, please enjoy today's Daily Reprieve. Hello, everyone. This is um, Indre. Um that's a Romanian name, and I'm speaking to you uh, from um, uh, Torda in uh, Romania. Um, I haven't done a, a, a story relate uh, what it was like, uh, what happened, and what it's like now for a long time. So I'm going to inflict that on you this time, uh, because it always comes out slightly different, and there's been a lot of changes in my life uh, lately. Um, Thirty years ago, uh, I was uh, attending a party uh, here in in Europe, um, and uh, I was in a very bad way, and I had no idea what was wrong with me. I was deeply depressed. I had uh, resigned from my own company. Um, I had even signed a no no competition clause so that I basically screwed myself out of um, uh, my career. had a young child, one one and a half uh, months. Um, it, it was a mess, and I didn't know what 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 what, what had happened. To them. Um, but at the party was uh, somebody I'd known from a long time, a, a banker from London, and um, he told me about his alcoholism. And I remember thinking, what is this ch- chap going on about his alcoholism? I, I why is he telling me this? And I can't remember what his answer was, but it was the first sort of seed uh, that was planted about my my addiction, my various addictions. And uh, I mention that because I know now how important that first seed is and how easy it might have been for me to miss it. Because uh, as a result, I think it was the same holiday. It was a it was a, a winter a winter holiday. Um, professional colleagues uh, checked me into a um, uh, a, a two week treatment event somewhere on Mount, Mount Rushmore uh, in the Dakotas, and there I heard an awful lot more about not just alcoholism but um, other addictions too. Um, and the uh, the doctor in charge also took me off Valium, um, which I never <laughs> inflict on anyone to come off Valium cold cold turkey. Anyway, um, things got worse. Um, my um, uh, my wife eventually told, said to me, uh, "Look, uh, uh, one baby is quite enough for me. I, I simply cannot cope with two babies because." I, I, I was spending most of the time crawling around on the floor and uh, uh, playing or, or crying 
with with my my baby baby son. When I went, I got myself checked in and into a, an amazing hospital, a twelve step facility now closed, um, in uh, in uh, in Germany. And uh, this hospital had received, believe it or not, a couple of years earlier, a visit by our very own Roy K. And he had given a, a, a talk, which is available on, on in our tape collection. Uh, and as a result, um, SA meetings have started there. They were the, they were the only a, a SA meetings in Europe at, at the time. Um, I didn't realize the significance of that. Um, the, the head doctor, um, having listened to my story or what, what I had of the story, because I still really didn't know what was going on, uh, said to me, young man, you need to, you need to go to AA. So I went to AA, which was uh, a, um, a tent, a big tent uh, on, a, uh, on an, air, uh, an aerodrome in, uh, in, in somewhere in Germany. And uh, I blurted out when it was, came to my turn, I don't know whether I'm a, an alcoholic or not, but I do dress up in women's clothes. And I hate it. Well, um, we went around the room um, and one after another, every one of those uh, airmen said, well, I dress up in women's clothes too. And then the next, and the next, and the next. And there were about 16 or 17 of them. I don't know whether they were having me on, but anyway, uh, everybody fell about laughing. And I thought, wow, if this is AA, I want to be an alcoholic. I didn't get the connection with, with SA at all at that, at that stage. Um, but I did start going to um, SA meetings um, with a candle, uh, the way they do it in Germany. Uh, it was very, very beautiful. And I put together a, a short period of, of, of sobriety, some three or four years, I think, at the beginning. Anyway, after there, I, uh, I moved back to my home country. Uh, I'm of uh, Romanian uh, origin, but of British uh, nationality, um, and ended up, because I had quite a bit of money out of uh, selling out of my company, uh, buying a house. And that house became, as I see now, really God's way of giving both my son and I a, a, a stable uh, grounding uh, for life. My son, because he hardly needed it, he seemed very mature, and I had this strange experience very early on where I kept on thinking that he was he was my elder elder brother because he seemed to know how to do life where I was completely completely at sea. Um, and I started going to meetings, and uh, within uh, four or five years, um, we oh no, actually a lot less than that, about three years. Uh, a couple of us got uh, got an SA meeting going, and that SA meeting in the Southwest UK became quite a historic one because although it stayed very small, and this I, I, I really want to underline um, for anybody who has uh, doubts about how small can a, a, an SA meeting be to be uh, effective, um, that two-man uh, SA meeting became really the what you would call it, the sort of seed factory for SA meetings uh, all over the southwest UK. Up until that point, there had only been a meeting in London, 
and uh, we were a long way to our um, uh, trip up, to our trip down. Um, it was a, a, a long, a long hike. And uh, there, this other guy and I uh, got got sober. Well, um, that sounds as though the story might might end there, but you know, this, our, our addiction is cunning, baffling, and powerful. Um, one of during my uh, I, I made a, a second trip to the to the states. I can't remember why. <laughs> it was to go into treatment um, in Phoenix, Arizona. And there came a beautiful uh, hospital visitor who I fell head over heels for. And um, so began um, the, 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 the next drama of my sort of sexaholic life, uh, which was to last a good 20 years without my waking up to what was happening. And basically, uh, that... Um, I, I, I told my sponsor what was going on. Uh, he said, keep away. Um, but um, six years later, um, uh, we both met up at a, an essay convention um, in, in the Phoenix area. And uh, my sponsor said, keep away. Um, but uh, two weeks later, three weeks later, something like that, I, I had proposed that should have been the giveaway. I, I, I was divorced at the time. I'd been divorced for about five years, so all was okay on, on, on that front. But my ability to uh, identify lust in, in myself was practically zero. I, I, I knew enough uh, to keep away from uh, uh, isolated or lonely females uh, who were coming to visit my uh, uh, my, my home, uh, but I didn't have enough clarity to um, to see that uh, the way I related to uh, this uh, uh, wonderful lady who I had met in the uh, in, in the um, uh, in the hospital, uh, who seemed so kind and caring. <laughs> <laughs> there was kind of a, the walk into hell. Anyway, to make, make, make matters short, because um, I really do want to talk about what it is now. Um, we ended up getting married. Uh, the marriage lasted, uh, this is my second marriage, uh, lasted uh, three years or so. Um, she then uh, cleared out. Um, and I uh, made a suicide attempt and had a very long uh, and difficult recovery. Um, I, was, I was paralyzed on one side. I was very fortunate to, 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 to survive. And, uh, and in that, during that period when I was in a coma, um, uh, I went to a place I can only describe as hell. And I, I don't know if it's the same for everybody who makes a suicide attempt, but I don't recommend it. It's not a place to go, uh, that, that hell place. Um, and uh, so even though these days sometimes the suicidal feelings come back again, um, I know that um, they're not for real. I can, I can, I can surrender them and, and, and move on. Well, uh, I put myself in the hospital, 
in fact, my family put me into hospital because um, I clearly wasn't doing very well. It had been quite a few years by now, and um, thereby uh, accruing an enormous debt, which I <laughs> only paid off quite recently. Um, and uh, uh, spent I don't know, four, three or four months there, um, and uh, and then guess what I did? I went straight back to my wife. I, I, it's unbelievable to me now that I should have done that. But that degree of, of blindness that uh, this addiction uh, creates is, is well, it is beyond belief. Uh, Anyway, uh, I, I, back, back I went to uh, Arizona, um, uh, made friends, friends in the fellowship, uh, lots of meetings, uh, a new sponsor. It, it, it was great. But all that left my uh, relationship with my wife completely untouched. And um, the reason why uh, today I don't have... Um, what would it be, 25 years sobriety, sexual sobriety, uh, as opposed to three years and three months, is because um, I, I could not see the lust in my relationship. And this was the lust in my marriage. So, you know, I, I, I structured this very carefully I, to make sure that I had structured this very carefully to make sure that uh, on our wedding night uh, I was still sober and... Uh, uh, technically, yes, I was, but uh, was I lust-free? Absolutely not. Um, and I also discovered a very curious thing. I don't know whether any of you, any of, uh, uh, the rest of you identify with this, was that um, basically too much sex, to put it bluntly, and this was during our honeymoon and, and the holidays after that, uh, put me into a stupor of depression. And I couldn't understand why, how something so glorious as this um, fulfilling sexual relationship should could, uh, was uh, should should induce in me such a such a dark dark place. Um, anyway, it took a few more more uh, more years, but I think that the story is uh, hopefully coming to an end now. Is that uh, uh, we ended up in divorce? Uh, ended up going back to Europe. Um, by this time, I had lost most of um, the money I'd come out of my business with um, and moved into uh, our family home. I come from a, a family that had, uh, before the, the communist period, had uh, had a very nice house in the center of a, of a Transylvanian town, and uh, that's where I went, um, and had a, a, a splendid Twelve years or so, um, uh, getting the house up and running, um, uh, organizing events, um, getting pretty familiar with the language, um, and find and um, um, finding SA. Believe it or not, the night I, this is so typical in, in my life of the way God works. Is the night I arrived here, or the day I arrived here, rather. Uh, there was a, uh, a young man uh, who, who visited and identified strongly as a sexaholic. Um, he stayed for two or three nights, 
and then went back home, which is in a place about uh, three hours drive from here. Um, I went out there once and we met in a cafe. Um, but what that could have been, uh, it's hard to, to imagine, but I think now I would say to anybody faced with a situation like that, get in your car, drive, join him, <laughs> meet, get meeting. <laughs> that's, that's what saves us. That's what gets us, gets us clarity. Um, and uh, I didn't. Um, but we did start meet, SA meetings uh, here in the, the, uh, the regional capital, and they continue to this day, uh, which, which, which is wonderful. Uh, we even uh, recently with others uh, set up a, an East European intergroup which um, uh, attracts or caters to uh, sexaholics from all over uh, the southeast Europe, the part that we think of as the, the wild Balkans and across the Black Sea to the Caucasus um, and includes um, uh, southwards right down to Greece. In fact, I was talking a few minutes ago to a Greek uh, member uh, about how we could um, uh, carry the message to to uh, other Greek sexaholics. Well, uh, the um, what happened? Well, it, you, <laughs> I hardly need tell you. You must have guessed already. A woman walked out into my life. She seemed uh, gorgeous and. Uh, she knew a lot of things about organizing events, and she was uh, very knowledgeable about how to set up a, a hotel and to make ends meet. I, I, I needed to, uh, uh, a hotel seemed a very good idea. Uh, and uh, so uh, a new relationship started. This is now wife number three. And uh, it still didn't dawn on me that maybe, just maybe, my particular addiction was to wives. Um, it took a while longer. Um, my, my new wife and I uh, got on very well together for the first um, uh, few years. Uh, we, um, we married at the Anglican Church uh, in Bucharest, which is about the only one still left to us because they already married in the Orthodox Church and the Catholic Church. Uh, and uh, I was always very keen to make sure these marriages uh, were strictly kosher. That's uh, a measure of my denial, I think. Um, and uh, it, it slowly became clear that her issues, uh, I, I don't be inappropriate for me to talk too much about that, but her issues were even more horrendous to, than, 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 than mine. I mean, uh, yeah, I can say a little bit because it's important for the story. Um, and, and for, for all of us to recognize the kinds of things. How, how do we become sexaholics? Uh, in my case, I was molested as a child by uh, my female caregivers. And my dad said um, at the time, you're very lucky, you're precocious sex, uh, that'll make a man of you. But it, it didn't. It turned into me, it turned me into one big screwball without going into all the, 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 the details, um, uh, I not only had this uh, obsession with cross-dressing, um, but um, my, uh, the, the way I related to women was a strictly kind of instrumental, um, abusive, I have to say, uh, uh, basis. 
And on the other side, uh, uh, my wife came from a family um, where uh, basically her, her, her parents were visitors. She was an unwanted child uh, raised by her extremely strict uh, grandmother. And um, later in her life, she ended up being hijacked, uh, uh, being held to ransom uh, as an American. Uh, she... Um, she, she faced being shot on the plane because other Americans were being shot. Uh, so, uh, like, like, this is divine. We found each other. And um, I, I, I need to keep this short now because here comes, as far as I'm concerned, the really interesting bit is that uh, um, that relationship the relationship between my wife and I has been the great healer for me. It's been so painful, so difficult, so humiliating. I had spent years before in my other wives, um, previous wives, complaining, uh, whining, and, so on. and then it, 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 it dawned on me that um, I, I, I had some what's the word, sort of inner toughening up to do, and that the, uh, that the vehicle for, for toughening this fellow up uh, was, was my, my, my wife, my third wife. Um, we live pretty separate lives now. Uh, we're good friends. Um, but only a few minutes before I, I came on the line, um, she had sent me an email saying, um, have a look at this. And uh, it was a uh, picture of a, of a hotel on an island <laughs> getaway somewhere. And, um, I, uh, uh, and it said, um, late June, her email. Well, what did I know? I mean, I, I, I got straight onto It didn't occur to me then to, to hold off until we'd actually spoken together. No, I, 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 I went into researching this thing. And, um, and then something began to happen, which I recognized very well. It's that sort of antsy feeling in my gut that I'm on very shaky ground here. And, um, uh, 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 and there it was, that feeling. And what that leads to is uh, me beginning to blame, crazy how we do this, or how I do this, to blame my wife uh, for um, my sudden onslaught of fear, fear that there won't be enough money, fear that she'll cancel at the last minute, fear of this, fear of that. I mean, how many times have we, have, have we had that uh, in, in our relationship? And I still don't handle it very well, but at least I know what's coming these days. And I know that um, she and I, I can't speak for her, but, but uh, for, for myself, she is the vehicle that it, she, she, she is transforming me, basically. She's, it, 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 in, it, it, our relationship is basically growing me up. Uh, uh, I hope you can hear that I have a lot of fun these days. Um, hard to believe that I'm a, a bipolar with uh, psychotic episodes and various other things that the people in white coats have, have uh, called me by. And, um, <laughs> the technician at the EKG, ECG uh, facility in Cluj the other day, about, about a few months ago, said, 
uh, informally and no doubt uh, illegally, uh, sir, you have a few uh, uh, holes in your head. <laughs> what I notice is that I do have some uh, some um, big memory lapses and some little memory lapses, and the and the big memory lapses are are uh, really about just how sexaholic I am, just how easy it is to fall for me, and I know now from my history is that just because I've, I've it's finally dawned on me that I have an addiction much more powerful to uh, relationships with women than my addiction to dressing up in women's clothes, say, or to food or to alcohol, um, doesn't let me off the hook for, for maybe something else will come, come, come around the pike. You know, I, who knows? Maybe I'll turn into a gambler. Uh, we, 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 I shouldn't say we. I simply cannot tell. This is such a powerful, powerful drug. My old sponsor, Jess, uh, Jess L., used to say, Indre, um, uh, chasing a woman for us is uh, like uh, getting a, a shot of heroin. And um, I never took drugs, thank God. I, it was too early for that. I, um, uh, but, but what he said uh, did ring true, and I thank him that uh, uh, after all his sponsorship and all my um, my uh, betrayal of his of his uh, uh, trust and confidence, and he he was still there for me, and he was there for me in the run up to my suicide attempt, and I think this incredible uh, testimony to what uh, some SA sponsors do for their do do for their sponsees. Um, I think I've pretty well come to the end. There's a word or two about today. Um, uh, we, we have a, uh, an essay meeting in our local home, to the, the main town uh, nearby. Um, we don't have one in, in Bucharest. Uh, I consider that you know, the service uh, aspect of our uh, lives in recovery to be terribly important because it, 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 it keeps me focused outwards. It, makes, it keeps me on task. Um, I have this history of depression, self-centeredness, pride, and all that stuff, and I can very easily fall back into that. So service um, helps deal with it. Um, I make a, a, a trip out to a, a, a local psychiatric hospital with one other guy uh, weekly. It's an all-addictions workshop, so there I can talk about uh, sexual addiction and alcohol and food. And... All. and um, Many is a time that I come back from that, that meeting uh, weeping with joy uh, at the, the, the beauty of these people who um, have been rejected by society, uh, put under, basically in custody, uh, and, uh, and, and who are making something of their lives. And it's a real, real inspiration. I thank you very much for listening. It's been a bit long, I suspect, but I hope it was helpful. God bless you all. Thank <laughs> you.